Mark, it is a significant day on What's Up Welland because we get to welcome back Birchway Niagara. They hold a special place on the show because every episode they have with us, they are highlighting something key going on within our community. In this case, today, we get to welcome back Amanda Brayett, and for the first time, we get to welcome Andrea Desenzo, and they are going to cover the recent declaration made by the Niagara region that intimate partner violence is an epidemic. There's an event going on. What is that event, Mark, that they get to uh, shed some light on? Yeah, so it's their November calendar raffle, and so November is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and for the last handful of years, they've been running uh, a raffle uh, with some really fantastic prizes, uh, but it's one of their main fundraisers throughout the year uh, that really makes a difference and contributes to the work that they do. So um, I'm not going to tell you anything more about it. That's why Andrea in specific is here uh, joining us today. But uh, with both Andrea and Amanda, uh, I'm anticipating, as always, a fantastic conversation with our friends from Birchway. So joining us today on What's Up Welland are two of our favorite friends from Birchway Niagara, Amanda Brayett, the Director of Development and Stewardship, and for the first time on the show, Andrea DeCenzo, Fundraising and Events Manager. Both of you, welcome to What's Up Welland. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. So let's start with some recent news uh, coming out of the region, but certainly it's not new, it just happened to make its way to the region of Niagara recently. And that was uh, the declaration of intimate partner violence as an epidemic. What can you tell us about this declaration? What is the significance behind it from your perspective as somebody who lives it, breathes it, works it every single day in the work that you do? How important is this declaration by the region? Yeah, great question. You know what, basically it sums up that the demand for services for people in need of help far exceeds what is available. And that's very terrifying considering what situations women and children will be living in. Um, so I just wanna share some statistics that are really staggering and, and terrifying actually. So every six days in Canada, a woman is killed by her intimate partner and one in four women experience some form of abuse in their intimate relationship in their lifetime. And in Ontario this past year, 52 women, one every week, uh, were victims of femicide. Um, and this is on track to meet or exceed that, that, that number this year as well. Amanda, sorry, just to cut you off quickly, for those who, who don't know, what is femicide? So femicide is being murdered um, because you're a woman. So um, that's a terrifying number. And when we look closer to Niagara, these numbers absolutely mirror this in that there was 5,160 intimate partner violence calls for service to Niagara Regional Police, resulting in 1,143 criminal investigations. And when we look even closer to Birchway, Niagara specifically, we had to turn away 278 women and children because we continue to be full. These are really terrifying numbers. So when we have you know, the Niagara Region joining 47 other municipalities, um, joining this declaration, it, it, it absolutely means that it's a call to action. Doing nothing is not, is not an option at this point. And it means that it's their commitment to allocate funding and resources to try to combat this issue. So we're really thankful that they recognize that this has sadly been uh, a pandemic. It's probably been the longest one going, the fact that violence against women and girls in the world. So we're thankful that they're highlighting this and that more attention is being brought to this issue. 
So I think some of those statistics that you mentioned really underscore the severity of, of what's happening. Uh, and, and certainly, you know, when you hear, you know, one a week in terms of, I believe it was deaths. That's correct. Um, in, in, in Canada. One a week. That's is, actually Ontario. Oh, it just, sorry, my apologies. Just yeah. Ontario mm-hmm. is, is staggering in its own right. And, and so are all the statistics that you mentioned. And I'm sure that there's probably a whole litany of others that you could, you know, kind of wrangle off. So for the work that you do, how does this, how does the declaration impact what you do or your mindset moving forward? Obviously the services, the programs, everything that you provide now has been in place for a while, but now with this declaration, is there anything that changes from your perspective? So what the declaration does for us, so Birchway Niagara does receive about 70% of its funding from the Ministry of Children and Community Social Services, Uh, but this 70% covers 30 safe beds for our shelters. And when we recently expanded from 30 to 40 safe beds, those 10 additional beds, we didn't receive any additional funding for that. So it, it, there's been an added pressure to raise funds so that we can continue to try to meet the need of those that, that need our services. And the declaration just means that there's going to be more people advocating on our behalf, advocating for resources, for funding, and making it a public issue opens up resources to help combat it. So it, it's a big deal. It means that we have all those other um, you know, Niagara Regional Councillors, mayors and such advocating on our behalf. They can, they're people of power. They're people that have influence. They're people that, you know, continue to have conversations with people in the community. And we're hopeful that now that they're, you know, made a, a public declaration to become allies with us, that it will help increase maybe what we're able to do and the number of people we can support. As far as what you are able to do, and in talking about um, safe beds, in talking about being able to do more as a result of this declaration, A, what is it that you do? And especially for the people in Welland, for across Niagara, it's in your name, but for people in Welland, what is it that you do? And those in our community that need your services, how are they accessing Birchway Niagara? Where are they going? What does that look like across Niagara and especially here in our town? So Birchway Niagara supports those uh, affected by gender-based violence in a number of ways. We have our 40 safe bed shelter. We have our transitional housing, our legal advocacy, our counseling for women and children, and our 24-hour support text and call line. We also have prevention and public education services, and we also have an aftercare advocate that continues to work with those that stayed with us in shelter as they transition into their own home in hopes that they can continue the work and that they you know, make correct decisions and and not lead to a life of abuse again. So all of the services are free and confidential to anybody that can use them, whether they live in shelter or not. So that's really important. And I'm really glad that you asked about Welland in specific, because we did recently close just this year, our shelter on River Road. And, but the services remain intact for anybody that needs them here in Welland. So what they would do is we have satellite services besides our shelter in Niagara Falls. We have a satellite service in Fort Erie at Bridges Community Health Center, Port Cares in Port Colborne, and of course the Hope Center here in Welland. So counseling support is available by appointment. They'd reach out to Melanie, our staff, our incredible staff there, and that information is available on birchway.ca. 
And um, like I said, the uh, the satellite office is at the Hope Center, and she's available Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30 and Fridays 8 to noon. But that may just be the beginning of somebody's journey with Birchway. They may start with that meeting with Melanie and recognize that they may need help in one of the other areas that I just mentioned, whether it's legal or transitional housing. And that could definitely be a segue to meeting with some of our other staff, or maybe they need shelter. And if that's the case, we can taxi them to the shelter in Niagara Falls free of charge. That's something our donation dollars from the community support. So Andrea, we haven't forgotten about you. We're going to tee up a question <laughs> for you now, or a couple actually. Um, so if we shift to what's literally knocking on the door in November, which is uh, November being Domestic Violence Awareness Month, Birchway Niagara is once again uh, having their fundraiser for the daily draws in November. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that initiative? What's new this year? What's different? What are you excited about? Um, anything and everything. Absolutely. So this is actually our fourth year of doing this raffle initiative. It was something new that we started during COVID when a lot of our physical in-person events were on hiatus, much like many organizations. And so we saw it as a new way to engage our supporters in our community um, during that period of time. And we saw it very successful. We had printed physical calendars at the time, which we were selling at a multitude of different locations across uh, Royal LePage and at the Seaway Mall here in Welland. Um, this year we are... Um, uh, announcing a big difference. It is actually all online. So we've partnered with the platform Trellis, who is running the back end of the raffle draw. And it's just streamlining uh, all of the proceeds and, and donations coming in towards the raffle. Um, so the exciting things that people can look forward to this year, it is it's still $10 per ticket. You can buy as many as you want. And you can also have 30 chances to win, including multiple chances to win. So if you win once, your name gets thrown right back in the bucket to win again. And we've got an early bird draw happening on October 10th. So purchase your tickets before uh, that date will get you uh, an early bird chance to win the $300 cash prize donated by MicroH Technology, which is very exciting. Do you have a goal for, the, for funders? And I know sometimes that might be a little bit difficult to always attribute a number to because there are so many factors that can play into achieving that goal or not. And given the price of everything these days and how tight people are sometimes with you know, the decisions they're making of what they spend their money on. Absolutely. How has that, I don't want to say how has it affected your, your fundraising goals, but do you have a goal for this calendar? And, and you know, how much of a consideration is, was the move to online uh, a way to maybe ease some of the, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Do you have a goal, <laughs> I, I think Andrea? The, the word that you're looking for probably is the, the staff time in, investing Thank into you. this initiative. Um, and it's just because it's me doing the fundraising events uh, at Birchway here. Uh, we wanted to try and save some of our staff time and, and make things a little bit easier uh, on us by trying this online platform for this year. And we've seen some success with it, although it does present some, uh, some challenges in terms of marketing um, this initiative for this year because we don't have a physical calendar in hand. So we are asking for our community and sponsors and donors and uh, allies for their help in sharing the link um, or just going directly to birchway.ca to purchase their tickets. Yeah. We, our, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, please go ahead with, with more. I was going to say, in terms of uh, our, our goal, we are currently at $8,483 in sales, which is really great uh, coming up for our early bird draw. Um, I think our goal for this year would be uh, uh, reasonable to say about twenty-three dollars to $25,000. We brought in about, I think, twenty-three, if not a little bit more last year. I was on maternity leave at the time, so I apologize. My numbers aren't correct, but uh, yeah. 
So along those lines, we the last time we had the pleasure of speaking with Birchway, it was in relation to the Book Riot, which is a tried and true long-standing event, phenomenal event. Calendar is just a couple years younger than um, than the Book Riot. With how this is looking, is this going to be something that becomes that tried and true long-standing, you can look forward to it year after year event, just in the way it is shaping up, in the way it had gone from a physical calendar mm -hmm. to now online, does this look like something that your fall is going to be marked by, hey, it's that time of, we know June is book riot time yes. of year. Is it looking like the fall is going to be calendar raffle time 100%, 100%. This is our fourth round. We've seen a lot of success. It's brought in about over $50,000 in the last three rounds that we've done it uh, towards our programs and services at Birchway. So I 100% can uh, tell you that you can anticipate this as a regular annual thing coming up for November. Fantastic. Yeah. So I want to shift in the direction of, so yes, the calendar is a way to support Birchway, but volunteering is a huge way to support Birchway. And I can speak to that. I know everyone in this room can speak to that um, on the heels of the annual general meeting where you really paid particular attention to the volunteers, the staff, your community allies who help you do the work that you do in the community. Um, tell us all about the volunteering aspect. You are so heartfelt in how you expressed it there what does volunteering look like with Birchway? How important is it to the work that, that you are doing? So along with our donors, partners, and community allies, our volunteers, of course, are the heart of our organization. And we are so lucky to have so many incredible volunteers who help ensure our events and initiatives run smoothly, doing the back-end work of preparing, packing, wrapping, collecting, et cetera. And of course, uh, advocating as allies against abuse on behalf of our organization and the work that we do. Um, so there's lots of ways to get involved at Birchway throughout the year, as you mentioned, doing the book riot in June, um, being involved in our um, calendar raffle now in November, as well as toy table in December, and then, of course, our big signature event that we've now brought back after a long hiatus uh, for COVID is our Brunch, Bit and Bowl coming up uh, in honor of International Women's Day, um, March 9th for this year. Just shouting that out. Um, so, yeah, lots of ways to get involved. And uh, directly going on to our birchway.ca uh, website, you can go under the Get Involved tab and fill out the volunteer form. So just to, to kind of follow up, Paul, with, with what you were saying, and again, I was at the uh, AGM for Birchway, and as I've mentioned before, and it's no secret, nor should it be, uh, I am a board member uh, at Birchway. Uh, so I was there at the AGM, and Amanda, listening to you speak when you presented your Ally Award, uh, and, and listening to everybody speak when they presented those awards, was truly remarkable, because you could feel the passion coming from you, but also the passion and just the, the feeling as you looked at the people that you were honoring. Can you just talk us through a little bit about some of those people in specific that were honored that night? And just, I guess, to help the broader community understand just how big of an impact a volunteer at Birchway can have. Yes, so when we rebranded to Birchway Niagara, we inherited the tagline Allied Against Abuse. And I think it's so fitting because it's so inclusive and it, it really speaks to how so many people play a part in making sure that people in our community are safe. And so when we had this Allied Against Abuse, we 
just felt empowered to introduce these new awards. So we had an award for an outstanding community ally, uh, an outstanding staff member, and an outstanding volunteer. And what all three of these people have were just above and beyond um, dedication and commitment to helping others, a profound impact in their community and our agency. And I'll speak about the outstanding community ally, which is Carly Smith. She's a, a Royal LePage NRC Realty um, agent in the Port Colborne area. And she joined as a volunteer slash donor in 2019. And in the short time that Carly joined our organization, she has really leveraged her um her resources, her circle of influence. She's really rallied the community in a big way. She's held several events, whether it be purse bingos, goat uh, photo fundraisers, or a carnival day, mama's markets. There's just been thousands of people on her property, uh, all in support of Birchway Niagara. So I should say, and I think this is one of the shocking factors, is Carly Smith is not even 30 years old. And in the short time that she's been involved, she has raised over $100,000 in counting. Um, that's incredible. And and I mean, her her level of detail of support is just so unmatched. Like when it's Christmas time, she phones to see what items we haven't received that might be on a child's wish list to make sure that every child wakes up and receives something. Um, that they really wanted. And, you know, when she had her farm, she made sure that our families in shelter had a private function at the farm where they got to interact with all of the farm animals and enjoy as much hot chocolate as they wanted and had a small gift reach them. Those are the people that inspire us because we're paid to do what we do, but these people have full-time jobs, have family commitments, and they're still, you know, using their time, efforts, resources to really, really make a difference. And it was such an honor to be able to recognize somebody like that, who we truly care about and is is an exceptional ally. We also recognize Pete Hetherington uh, as our ally for volunteer. And there's a lot to say about Pete, and I'm going to try and keep it very short. Um, and I've only known Pete for a very short time. But the most notable story about Pete, besides being our right-hand guy and our go-to guy for a multitude of different things that include the book Riot and um, and our toy table and brunch bed and bowl, um, back in 2016, Pete had heard about a young woman named Sonia, or as he calls her, Sunny. Um, she was in desperate need of a liver transplant, and Pete did not hesitate to sign up as, a, as his liver was a match. As fate would have it, he was a match and became a live donor, and the lady who received the donation was so grateful that she wanted to pay it forward, and he suggested Birchway, and she turned around and made a $10,000 donation to our organization, which I think is incredible. And so that just goes to show um, that Pete has such an impactful um, on so impactful on the community as an advocate uh, for our organization and I think that's that's really incredible and then of course our our outstanding staff member Julieta uh, she just goes above and beyond to make sure that the children have exactly what they need at the shelter they're getting the counseling services that they need and um, that they have the most uh, the best time that they possibly can at the shelter while uh, while healing from what they're going through I like winding down our episodes with those success stories or or i i can't think of anything better than the stories you just shared about those three exceptional supports for birchway niagara is there anything we did not cover in the episode is there more gratitude to share is there anything else that people should know about 
how to get involved, what Birchway does, just anything. We have the attitude of gratitude at Birchway, and if anybody's looking to align themselves with a meaningful organization in the Niagara region, we happily welcome them as a volunteer uh, or a donor or however they see themselves fitting within our organization. So uh, truly just thankful for everybody that plays a part because it's we go back to allied against abuse and there's so many people that play a part in that. So just incredibly thankful for the support that we receive in the community. Well, to both, nope, Andrew's got one more thing. We're going to let her I was just going to do one, one last <laughs> nope, shout okay. out to go to birchway.ca to purchase your tic tickets for our uh, daily draw raffle in November with the early bird draw prize coming up on October 10th. And uh, it's a very small way to make a big contribution towards our uh, our services and programs. And the prizes are fantastic. The prizes are fantastic. Over $10,000 in prizes, including gift cards and cash. For $10, you get the chance to win every single day in November. Correct. That's a pretty good deal. So to both of you, again, thank you so much, Amanda, Andrea, for joining us today, for sharing a little bit more about what Birchway does, about how to get involved. And we look forward to having you guys back probably around brunch, bit and bowl time. There'll be more to talk about. Uh, and again, your presence in our community, even though the shelter is not uh, in its physical space here, Birchway is still very much present in the city of Welland. And we thank you for that. Always with gratitude when we get to talk with dynamic guests. And today's conversation was certainly that. Um, Andrea, Amanda, thank you for bringing awareness of what Birchway is set to experience with regards to the intimate partner violence declaration being made by the Niagara region. Thank you for that awareness of how this year's uh, raffle, daily raffle calendar is changing and uh, going online and just being that that opportunity where people can dig into their wallets, find ways to support the community. And I, I mean, Mark, I have, I, I'm not sure what you're going to talk about, but I have no doubt you're going to touch on this. Thank you so much for sharing those testimonials about the three allies recognized at this year's AGM. Just the passion that you brought to why those people are significant to Birchway was such a beautiful way of of ending our conversation. Yeah, no, I think uh, all those things and more, Paul, um, you know, one of the things being, of course, that even though Birchway, Niagara, formerly Women's Place of South Niagara, doesn't have their shelter here in the city of Welland, they still do have uh, a physical presence down at the Hope Center. They are still available to serve anybody who needs um, some assistance in, in any of the programs and services that they provide. Um, they have their 24-hour emergency line. Um, you know, if, if anybody needs them, they're there for the community, despite not being as physically present as they were before. So, um, you know, great to have them on, as always. Great to hear about the things that are going on, the hard work that they're doing, again, uh, you know, to get the region to declare intimate partner violence as an epidemic is, as we heard Amanda say, you know, that next step in continuing to hopefully get to a point where we can eradicate intimate partner violence and gender-based violence. And, and that's the work that they do day in and day out. So um, to, to everybody at Birchway, thank you for what you do. Um, lots going on. We can't wait to have uh, either Amanda, Andrea, Jennifer, the other Jennifer, uh, whoever might be back from Birchway on another episode of What's Up Welland. Um, but until then, we will... Uh, we will leave you with, as always, where you can find our past episodes at engagewellin.ch slash podcast, and we will catch you next time. Bye.